This is firefighter Raphael Poirier for Firehouse Subs. Introducing the new spicy Cajun chicken sub, Cajun seasoned grilled chicken breast, zesty cherry peppers, and house-made Cajun mayo. Just $5.55 for a medium. Remember, a portion of every sub you buy helps provide life-saving equipment for first responders. Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs. Save more lives. Limited time only, plus tax. Participating locations. Firehouse Subs would donate a minimum of $1 million in 2019 to the Firehouse Subs Public Safety Foundation by donating 0.11% of every purchase. From New York City, it's the Todd Berry Podcast. The Todd Berry Podcast. Hey everyone, welcome to the Todd Berry Podcast. Today on our show, Ryan Hamilton. What's up, Ryan? Hey, not much. Not much? Podcast. Podcast? How many podcasts have you done? I've done a lot of podcasts, I think. Yeah? Yeah, I should know. Yeah, I know. I've done several. Several? (laughs) A lot to several. Have they been pleasant experiences? They've all been pretty fun, yeah. Yeah. No one's raked you over the coals, grilled you? People, um, people try. People try. (laughs) What's going to happen today? Where, uh, I saw you, you did a set at the cellar, comedy cellar last night. I saw you. I went on after you. Real easy to follow. Yeah. I mean. Really easy to follow. you know. I'm just kidding. (laughs) The last time, not last night, but the time before, you, you kind of you riffed a lot. I didn't even know you were a guy who riffs. Oh, I like to riff sometimes. No, I, I, because I, I haven't watched you as many as much as I should have. Um, trying to remember. It's a long time ago. We do a lot of sets. We do a ex- lot of sets. I can't expect you to remember every set the way I remember every single set that I do and have notes. Do you do anything like that? Take notes on your sets? Like, Just on your sets. Come on, take, Ryan. Um, I, I, I've been trying to listen more to my sets. I do you record take them? them all. You yeah, record them all? But I don't. I'm not good at listening to them, but I'm trying to get better. I know. It's painful, right? It's like hard. The last thing I want to do, hey, I want to go home and listen to that set I just did. Yeah. Although, when I was younger, that's all I wanted to do. <laughs> that's all I wanted to do. Now, how long have you been doing comedy? I don't, I don't uh, even know. That. I don't even know where you, how you just suddenly appeared in New York. Yeah. And took all my sets away from me. Did I? No, no. No, I didn't. I'm still trying to do Where that. did you start? In, you started in Utah, right? Yeah. I started comedy in Utah. I'm from Idaho. That's right. But uh, I went to college in Utah. Started comedy there in 2001, and, um, you know, I was just doing it for fun, and I got laid off. I was in advertising. I worked in public relations. Really? Yeah, I got laid off. I say laid off. I got fired, really. Did you get really fired? <laughs> yeah, there's a big difference between laid off. <laughs> yeah, they made it laid off. Laid off we had, Here's you the, know, we wanted you to stay. They it was, did, it was they a didn't layoff. Want you to stay. <laughs> Yeah, it's not really a layoff when they like they fill your position right. immediately with the, and pay the guy more <laughs> guy. and tell you this is not a layoff. We think you're bad at your job. Yeah. Was it really like you, you weren't doing a good job? Well, I wasn't. I don't think I was real happy there. I don't know if it was a good fit. They were very nice to me. I still am friends with all of those. Of course people. you are. Of yeah, course you are. In. Why wouldn't you be friends with sure. someone who shit canned you? <laughs> no, they were great, and um, <laughs> they gave me a nice severance package. Oh, I've and never gotten a. Se- I don't think I've ever gotten a severance package. But that, I, I also don't stay at jobs long enough to get fired. So. <laughs> well, I don't know what you did before comedy. I have no idea. Hey, when when you have me on your podcast, <laughs> I know. So, what kind of PR were you doing? Uh, just to, we had all sorts of different clients. We had some tech clients. 
We had uh, some like travel clients, some like resorts, uh, some home builders. Real exciting clients. I don't even know what PR is. I mean, I sort of know what it is. But yeah, nobody really, ever, you know, it was what I did was a lot of media relations stuff. So it turned into um, calling and pitching all day. Pitching stories to media outlets. Oh, so there's this hot tech company. You want to hear about them? Yeah, and it's just hard. To, it's, it's the president's be... open for interviews. If you'd like to talk to the president exactly. of this tech company, yeah, it's a lot of it's selling. Yeah, I don't know if that sounds. That's not as fun as comedy. No. So you're doing that? Were you dabbling in comedy at the time? Yeah, I was. I, I just was doing it for fun, and and um, so when I got laid off, I'd been doing it maybe a year or two, and I started to do it more because I had time and I took a job valet parking cars and then I had a little income and then somebody offered me uh, to fill in on a one-nighter run on the road a one-nighter run yeah like uh, four or like five mo- nights uh-huh. in little bars and was it one of those tribble runs yeah it was one of it's those a legend I've talked about them on the show I've never oh, done you? one but he's sort of he's a legend yes I don't know if that's you know I don't know what that means but like everyone knows about, I don't know if Notor, I don't know, his shows are, is he a good guy? I, let's not talk about it. <laughs> he was always nice to yeah, me. I nice. mean, the shows are what they are. You, yeah. you know what you're That's getting. what I, I was more talking about, they were sort of hit or miss, right? Yeah. The shows are, you know, difficult. They can be brutal, but that's what I did. I didn't really know what I was doing. I just thought someone's... How much time did you have to do? Well, I was supposed to do 30 minutes. It's uh-huh. a two-man show. And, you know, I was opening. But I had 15 minutes. And they said, go do it anyway. So you, read, you did a little crowd work. Yeah, so I tried to do some crowd work. And the headliner just said, you know, just do what you can. I'll fill in. Yeah, I remember those early gigs that I got where I would, where you're just like, wow, I have to do every joke I've ever written. Yeah. And then you look, these times where you look down your watch, you're like, oh, God, what am I going to and I guess you just talk to people and I don't, shit. Yeah, I don't know how I got through it. But those, I think those one-nighters are good for, uh, I think they're good for you. Yeah, they're good up to a point. Yeah, you, you don't can, want to do like doing like when you're 30, doing comedy for 30 years, still doing like some shitty bar show. But You can learn a lot and then it's like you don't want to get too good at them. Because if right. you get too good at them. Then you're just an attack comic. Yeah. But I did a lot of those. <laughs> yeah. It's good though. Yeah. Yeah, it helped me. It made me... Um, and I also, you know, the type of comedy that I do doesn't really fit in those rooms. So I would put in my head, like, if something's working here, then I feel like it's a really good joke. Uh-huh. Because it's, if it's something I like and it's working in this room, then I feel like it's got to work everywhere else. Yeah, I find uh, that's a good test because sometimes you think, oh, my, this, they're not going to get this great joke of mine. And then you do it, and they're, like, perfectly into it. And then you're like, oh, I'm just... A, jerk who thinks yeah. he's better than he is sometimes you never know i'm just calling you a jerk now yeah <laughs> so what there so you did where were these one nighters like montana and stuff montana like wyoming some in idaho some in utah washington i've done shows in boise there used to be a good funny bone yeah there. that was a great room that was really good yeah and yeah. they they ran it real well and crowds were good mm-hmm. um i got a free massage there really <laughs> the funny bone <laughs> The manager hooked me up. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. She was great. Lisa, right? This was a different manager. But yeah, it was like oh, a, yeah. Brian, I think. Oh, Brian. Yeah, yeah. 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 He, he was, was great, great too. I, they had the best opening announcement. They were like uh, telling people, this was pre-cell phones when I worked there, so they didn't do the cell phones, but they said, 
And if you've been drinking, you think you're whispering, but you're not. <laughs> I always thought that was the perfect way to yeah. sort of like lay the groundwork yeah. to shut up. Yeah, that room was great. I used to love working there. I was sad when it closed. But then the, I guess it reopened for a minute and now it's closed. I don't know what's going on in Boise lately. Is there even a club in Boise? I think there is right now. Do I have to do a big theater when I'm there? I think you have to do a, That's all there is for you to do now. Um, you just got back from Australia, didn't you? I did. Let's talk about it because I've been there. I'm kind of huge over there. Are you? No, I've done that. I've been to Australia a few times. I, don't, I wouldn't say I'm huge over there. What, yeah? I'd say if I went to an open mic, two of the 20 comics would know who I was. <laughs> that's what I mean by big there. <laughs> you did what? Did you, you did the Just for Laughs? I did the Just for Laughs thing in Sydney. At the Opera House, right? Yeah. The main room? I did one show in the main room, but most of my shows were in the other rooms. The puny-ass little... Yeah, you know. I'm gorgeous not very. I'm not No, I've only done one show there, which is... I I opened for Sarah Silverman, but in the big room. That's, yeah. It's kind of unbelievable, right? It's amazing, It's amazing it? to go, oh my God, this is, this is where I'm working tonight. Yeah. It's one of those venues you definitely take a picture of. Yeah. And shove it in people's faces. Look at What'd you do now? I just did a little shot at this Sydney Opera House. Oh. Yeah, that, that place that everyone knows, that iconic building. Yeah. But it was, how did it go? It was amazing. It was really fun. Um, yeah, every night just walking over there to the Opera House going, I can't believe I'm working here. And the shows were fun. We did a relationship show. Um, it was great. So how much time did you have to do? Uh, I was doing 15 minutes on the relationship show. And then the gala show I did in the main room, I did 10. Not a lot. So on the relationship show, you just get your list of jokes out and you go, not about relationships, not about relationships. Maybe I can make this sort of seem like it's about relationships. Yeah. But you do a lot of relationship stuff? I've never noticed you do a lot of that. Oh, really? I do a lot of stuff about not having a relationship. Oh, okay. You're the anti-relationship. That's about... What's the difference, right? That's the same thing. That's what I said. <laughs> oh, you <laughs> did? use that. Well, I had to. That's all I had. Um, but by the end of the week, you're just kind of like, I'm just doing whatever. And it just kind of seems like... Yeah, I don't think... Yeah, I don't think they're going to be like, hey, man, that's not a relationship joke. <laughs> yeah. That thing you, went about, uh, you did about the restaurant. Come on, man. Yeah. I came here for three hours of relationship jokes. Yeah. Was it? Were they packed out, the shows? Um, some of them. Some of them weren't. So at the beginning of the week, some of the relationship shows weren't sold out. At the end of the week, they were, and then the main room shows were full. I so think. this was like Just for Last Festival? Yeah, I don't know if they call it a festival or what they even call it, Just for Last. I would know because they haven't asked me to do it. Well, but they, yeah, well, I've done other Fed Shows for Laughs. But, <laughs> but that uh, one you do because it's a nice, you get to go to Australia. Where'd they great. put you up? What hotel? Um, it's a hotel right on the pier. It was really cool. It was called the Siebel or the Sebel. I don't know how to pronounce nice. it. Nice. Yeah, it was nice. It was like um, that a glass floor in the lobby. That if you look down, it was there was water right there. It was like on oh, that's the nice. pier. Yeah, it was that's, cool. Did you stomp on the glass? I tried. To, <laughs> did you jump up and down on? <laughs> well, I went underneath the water so I could make jokes to people looking down. So you were there for how long? A week. A week. And. And you flew Delta. I flew Delta. Let's talk about this. You want to talk about Delta? Yeah, because I knew it ahead of time. Because I know I'd asked you about this. People, in case people are going, how did he know he flew Delta? That's was this like a psychic show? We've talked about this because as I, I talk about frequent flyer miles on every, I talk about travel on this podcast. I was almost going to turn this into a all travel podcast at oh, the really? beginning, but it's too late now. Um, 
but we, I have talked to you. So, yeah. you, so you got a deal where they, they didn't buy you a ticket, they gave you money to get your own ticket? That's, it. That's exactly right. I wanted to fly Delta, and I didn't know this. This is a little interesting travel thing. I kept requesting Delta, and they would send back different airlines. Delta Partners. Well, not even. They would oh. just send back, this is whatever oh. um, This is we suggest. And then I would say, well, this flight is the same price, and I would send them what I wanted. But finally, I found out that if you're buying, searching from Australia, prices are different than uh-huh. we get searching from here. Oh, really? So the same flight that I could buy here was a different price in Australia for some reason. So I just had him give me money, and I bought the flight. <laughs> <laughs> and you got Delta. What what class of service, may I ask? I uh, was in economy comfort. That's Ooh. all they'll upgrade you for international. Yeah, they're not. They're gonna, not, they they're not going to give you a fifteen thousand dollar upgrade. Yeah, because you flew to Cleveland seven times. That's ex- <laughs> that's exactly right. Unfortunately. So what was economy comfort like? Um, I feel like they could come up with a better name. Really, right? They should pull the economy. Like, you don't have to use economy. Yeah, fool me. Call it, call it like, I don't know, star class or something. I mean, it is economy. <laughs> but it's tell me it's something not. I know. It's, what is it like? So it's an extra three inches of... Uh, yeah, that's about it. It was pretty much like economy with a little extra leg room. Because I flew uh, last... Well, not the last time, time. Last time it was pretty nice. But the time before that, I did the Melbourne Festival. And they flew me... It was premium economy... I think on Qantas, but like it was pretty. It, the I've seat didn't Qantas go all the way back. Nice. Yeah, I mean that was the thing. The seat thing, but uh-huh. you know the the flight attendant comes down like, "Hello, I'm." A, that's a terrible Australian accent. Uh-huh. <laughs> like gets on his knees, not in a creepy way, but just like in a look you in the eye way. He says, "Hi, I'm Max. I'm the chief flight attendant. If there's anything you need, let me know." And just goes around from every, to every seat and does wow. it. I was like, "What do you amazing. like? You're gonna summons him, yeah." <laughs> Uh, can you make this flight shorter? <laughs> then I don't need to talk to you. So what did you do on that flight? Um, I watched a lot of movies. What did you watch? And, uh, I watched... Uh, what did I watch? I watched Les Mis. I watched... <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> yeah. I don't, that doesn't watch. seem like a plane movie. Well, you know, I just ran out of options. I'm just saying that because I... Doesn't seem like a movie I'd see on under any service, but it's probably good. I'm just kind of going back my mouth off. I probably would like. I liked it. Yeah, yeah. Um, Wolverine. What did I? The this uh, not fade away. This kind of indie movie that was pretty good. Some Robert Redford movie with. Uh, so you watched four movies. I watched. Probably more. The total, there and back, like probably like eight or something. I don't, don't you get it? It's like I find that even if you go on a flight and there's like good movie selections, like my well, my burnout phase, my burnout yeah. uh, threshold, if that's the right way to phrase it. What I'm saying is I can't watch like six movies in a row. I had to take breaks between. Yeah, you got to take a break. Did you sleep I, on the flight? I would try and sleep, but I didn't sleep a ton. I tried. It's hard to sleep in economy. Um, for Economy comfort is not that comfort. You should have. Could you have upgraded? Like, don't you have a ton of miles? Um, I, don't I love know that I'm still talking about this flight. Well, we can talk about. I, I know it's funny. People who fly a lot, you can just talk about flying. Yeah, and it never gets old for no. some reason. I just got my global entry card. Now, what is that? Is that like? I can't talk this? about it. <laughs> can't talk about it. Is that like the uh, the Nexus? It's like Nexus. It's the thing where you go. You go to like. Yeah, you just you know when you go to international customs and there's like global entry line, oh, you see these okay. kiosks. Yeah, you go there, stick your fingerprints on there, 
Oh, yeah. It looks at your face. It spits out a little receipt with your picture on it. You walk up, and you're out the door. Oh, nice. You don't have to take your shoes off. You don't have to do that. Wow. That's great. um, You can be abusive. (laughs) You can bring anything in your bag that you want. you You can be a drug mule. Global entry. That's amazing. But, um... So how many miles did you get out of this Australian? Because uh, I know I think you it was checked. Twenty total. Twenty. Oh. It's like nine, nine each way, something like that. Yeah. You know, it's not worth it. No, that is worth it. Yeah. I mean, um, I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> close to diamond this year, so Holy that's why. Shit. That's why I wanted. To I remember you telling Delta me that at the flag. comedy cellar that you were diamond. I was like, how's? I feel like. How does? What? I started crying. No, it's just like, how does he get diamond? I mean, I probably travel as much as he does. How does he get diamond? I just put them all on one airline. Oh, so you do that you gotta thing. got to do that. But um, sometimes you pay a little more, but I don't know. You pay $600 more, but at least you get 75 cents worth of frequent flyer miles. No. <laughs> I think, you know, I don't, I, if, it's, if it's a lot more, I don't do it. But if it's a little more, I'll do it. Yeah. Because you get upgraded. Yeah, the upgrades are sweet. Yeah. People, get your miles. This won't, this won't be the last time I'm, I'm right into the microphone now. People, get your miles. Did you... Um, so where else have you been since I've seen you? Buffalo. Buffalo at the Helium? I was at Buffalo last weekend after Australia. Yeah, at the Helium. Is that a good place? There are other clubs yeah. are good. Yeah, I liked it. Yeah. Yeah, it was my first time there. Um, yeah, they were cool. Um... Yeah, I'd never been to Buffalo to work, and uh, it was great. How many shows did you? Four shows, just Friday, Saturday. That's not bad. Yeah. Ralphie Mae was there Wednesday, Thursday, so I think they just needed someone for Friday, Saturday. <laughs> I typically don't do, I typically do, you know, like Thursday through Sunday or whatever. Yeah, it's better to do two nights. Then you're going yeah, to be addicted to that. And you're gonna I know. Like, oh, I would love to do did that. Did you get there on the Thursday before? Yeah, I did. I had press on Friday. What kind of press? Two radio, two radio shows. Were they good? They were good. They're nothing like this, but they were good. And there's nothing this high profile. No. Or did they make you do your act? Um, no, they were pretty good. Yeah, oh, yeah. They, I they hate were pretty that good so much, man. When you go in and they well, like, so what do you want me to set you up for? And like, I don't. I, a conversation? No, a, can we just talk and hopefully read the news? I like when they go read the news and you can when yeah, they read the news. Fun, but, right? Sally's going to read the news and then you chime in. Yeah, that yeah. kid who fucking. Uh, I know. I always feel like if I do stuff on I, it goes in my head and then on the show I'm like people did people hear this on the radio? Yeah, I, I wouldn't worry about that so much. More just the discomfort of like it's six a.m. <laughs> and is I'm staring across someone who I don't know who who they are. Like, if there's 100 people, you know, maybe 60 of them will laugh at this. Right. But, like, you got to hit 100% on this DJ, and it's only one laugh. It's just, oh, man. I had a weird experience when I checked in in Buffalo. Let's hear it. I checked in, and they they gave me a room, and the, I opened the door to the room, and there was, it looked out into a, uh, like, a patio, but it was, like, the window was right at the patio, like, at the... At the at the ground level, uh-huh. and there's a meeting happening right there. There's a guy <laughs> at a podium with his back to my window. I feel and like Eugene like, Merman had a oh, it's a picture he took of something where he had this crazy view. Like, 
Or it was something like maybe that. Maybe he was in... I maybe, wonder if it was in Buffalo. Maybe. I'm trying to remember what his picture was. But it was one of those things where, like, how is this my view? It was weird. Yeah, I took a picture of it because I opened the drapes. There's like a hundred people staring at me. And then the guy, everybody started laughing and pointing. And then the guy speaking turned around. And I was just, I thought it was so weird. And I took a picture of him. <laughs> That's true. And, uh, that is weird. You could also, I mean, it's your room. You can do whatever you want. Yeah. You could have flashed it. I, I felt like, like... It's like, you have your meeting. I have what I need to do over here. I, and, uh, I, like, the, I like the shades open. <laughs> this is what I want to do. <laughs> that's cr- that's it was crazy. weird. What fl- so it was like a ground floor It was room? like a ground floor. And I called the front desk and I said, hey, there's a meeting <laughs> happening outside my room. And they go, oh, yeah, it's a haunted hotel tour. They just do that this time of year. Seriously? Yeah. And, so, so, and then I thought, also the hotel's also haunted. Yeah, nobody cared. And then uh, <laughs> they did end up changing my room, which was good. But they I started must, to feel like, yeah, I, like am like, uh, am I part of the tour now? I feel like I'm they part must of the love. Tour. They must tr- always always must be the goal to unload that room and see like yeah. Let's. I think this guy will be cool with it. Comics always get the room they got to unload because they always get like some deal or something, and then yeah, it's, it's like, like yeah. we're going to give you the room. Yeah. Oh, the discount. Let's let's get him the let's get him the meeting view room. <laughs> the meeting view next to the elevator. You can't see the mountains, but you can see a, a haunted. <laughs> So that's what the tour was? Like they yeah. were taking a sit-down break? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. they. Were, it was weird because they had like, at one point they had like uh, some dry eye smoke effect happen. And I was like, what is this meeting about? So I, I found out it was, the hotel was haunted apparently. Was it a good uh, hotel otherwise? Yeah. It was nice. It was, it was old and like refurbished. I liked it. Other Did you get your points? Was there any rewards program? No points. Do you do that for hotels also? I do Marriott points. Yeah, me too. Yeah. God, the other day... I was in Chicago, and this sounds like a terrible story, but I'm going to tell it anyway. Yeah. And the woman, a woman who I would not think, I don't usually tell recognize me stories. Yeah. But I get recognized a real lot. No, occasionally. Oh, I know. But there was a woman who I just would not expect her. She was like, you're a comedian, aren't you? She was like working at the United Desk, and she was very nice. And I just said, hi, yeah, I'm a comedian. And she heard me on some radio station. I don't know how she knew I looked like. But then I walked away. I was like, why didn't I ask her? <laughs> like, <laughs> hey, I have uh, several United flights coming up. You're a fan. I can get you into a show tonight. Start pushing that upgrade button. She was probably waiting for you. I know. I, I blew it. Yeah. I really blew it. It's, it's just one of those things where you're like, you just kick yourself. Yeah, well, you know, you're not that guy. You're not I am guy. that guy. That's, that's why I was mad, because I am absolutely <laughs> that guy. And for some reason, that guy... Fell asleep. Well, um, I blew it. You blew it. Don't don't dwell on the past. Next time this happens, <laughs> you know what? Next time I run into <laughs> someone who happens to work at the United Service <laughs> Counter, who happens to be a comedy fan and is very nice, I will certainly. Yeah, I blew it. What? What? Um. So where else? So you got Buffalo? Where else are you going? I'm going. Um, where am I going this weekend? Oh, I'm in Michigan this weekend with Drew Carey. I've been oh. doing some dates with Drew Carey. I feel like everyone I know is opening for Drew Carey. Oh, really? Several people. Maybe it's just you who I keep talking to. Maybe. No, it was uh, Brendan uh, Walsh. Brendan, does, yeah, yeah, Brendan does some dates, I think. I, I And uh, Dave Anthony. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where are you? Um, where are you? We're doing a theater in a city I've never been to called Saginaw. Oh, really? It's yeah, I've never been there Detroit. either. Yeah. I don't know it. But so you fly into Detroit. 
Actually, I'm flying into someplace, Bay City or something like that. Bay, Bay City, this, Michigan? Oh, is that yeah. where the Bay City Rollers are from? Do you remember that? Probably. I guess. Is that What is that? Is that, that a was roller? a band. You don't really know who the Bay City Rollers are? Are you like 17 or something? <laughs> How old are you? You don't have to tell me. Um, I'll tell you. I'm 37. Okay. You should know who the Bay City Rollers are. They were a band. Um, they were sort of a teeny bop band. I've heard the name. S-A-T-U-R-D-A-Y. Night. Remember that song? Yeah, I do. That's the basic okay. rule. I can't believe that's the first time I've sung on this show. <laughs> you did pretty well. I, I was hoping quite, you'd keep going. People are like, wow, this dude's got a voice. Why doesn't he sing more often? <laughs> so you're going there. Is it just one show or two shows? It's uh, one show. And you've done a lot of shows with him. We've done, yeah, we've probably done four or five weeks now together. And he's a cool guy, right? He's really cool. I've only met him like once or twice. He's really he's, cool. He's, really yeah. nice. he's, he's fun and, and uh, yeah, it's been a good time. Do you sell any merch? Do you have I any don't. merch? I don't. I don't, you don't have, have a CD any, or anything? I don't have anything. Nothing? I know. Why don't you record a CD? I know. I'm working on it. I'm working on it. Maybe next month I might be doing It's something. easy money, especially, you know, print them up for two bucks each. Sell them for I know ten bucks. Very Years reasonable. Ago. Years ago, I made a DVD that was like it was probably too early for me, but I did it and I did it really cheap, and I didn't like the way it turned out. And uh, I sold four hundred of them, and I just never. I just that's not bad. Four hundred on your own. I sold four hundred and covered the costs, and then I was like, I'm I'm done with this. For I didn't want to. I didn't want to self produce. Another yeah. DVD. And I could do a CD, but I don't know. I want to do a DVD. You want to do a DVD? Yeah. Have you done what t- have you done TV? Um, you know, some. I've never done no, a long No, I don't know. Special. That's why I asked. Oh. I don't know. <laughs> well, I've done... I've never done... Uh, I've done stand-up shows, but I'm, I've never done my own special. Not a half hour even? No, I've never done a half hour. Oh, you're going to get a half hour, I'm sure. Um, yeah, we'll see. I hope so. Have you tried? I've I've tried a couple of times. Are you on their radar? Yeah, they always go. Ah, we like you. Submit again. <laughs> we like you. Not that much, but we like you. Submit now, again. They've been really good to me, but I I don't know. I guess you know, just haven't found a fit for me or in the right year. Or this is what the things I tell myself. You know, these a lot of these shows. You think you're never going to get them. Yeah. And then you're like, well, they're going to run out of people. So, <laughs> so even if they don't like me. And I'm not Eventually. just a, like a complete incompetence. <laughs> They're just going to have to give it to me. And then I get to do what I want to do and uh, show them. Yeah, time is on my side. Here. Yeah, you got you got it going on, man. It's going <laughs> to happen. I predict, I predict next time I inter- talk to you for my podcast, when I start doing reruns, uh. um, it'll be like, Todd, I got a bunch of merch I want to plug. <laughs> do you ever work with like an opener who uh, sells shit? Yeah. Yeah. I don't mind if people. No, I need. I I've had them ask me like, which is nice yeah. when they do ask. Yeah. Sometimes because like, I'm like, I'm not going to say no. I don't want the guy who's being massively underpaid <laughs> to make another I know, make gas money no. home. Yeah. <laughs> right. But I think I've heard of headliners yeah. who say no, and I just feel like just be confident enough that your stuff's going to sell, even if he's selling his. Right. Even though he blew you off the stage. I mean, yeah. How? I mean, I don't sell anything, so I don't know. But it seems like it's not going to affect that your sales that much. But you should sell CDs. I should sell something. Make cheap packaging, ten bucks. Yeah, that's the sound of money. Cha-ching, 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 cha-ching. That's like fifty bucks in that last example that I just made. I think I did five. 
So you got Michigan. What else you got? Um, where am I going after Michigan? I'm going back to Michigan. <laughs> yeah. I got Michigan the next week. I'm doing Dr. Grimm's. Ah, I'm doing a festival in Grand Rapids. Oh, the... Um, Gilda's Club yeah, Festival? it's great. It is good? Yeah, I did it uh, the first or second year. I think it was the... F- I can't remember. A couple of years ago I did it. Yeah, it was fun. I've done Dr. Grimm's before. Yeah. A few times. Yeah, I like it. I've yeah, been there a couple times. Good. Yeah. Multi-level complex. Yeah. Eat on one floor. They got everything you could ever want. Eat it on stage on a different floor. (laughs) Run out the the third floor. Dance it off. Dance it off. Bomb up, and they hate you up there. No, it's it's pretty good. Mm Mm-hmm. So you got Michigan, Michigan. Um, Somewhere else. (laughs) I'm I'm somewhere every week. Where do you want to go? Um, where do I want to go? Yeah, that's I, a good question. I'm going everywhere I want to go, I think. Really? I'm, yeah, I'm working. I so mean, you just were like, you told your agent, I'd like to just hit Michigan pretty hard this year. <laughs> well, I just... There's 49 other states, Michigan. I feel like um, it's just the club really makes the trip. It's like if you're yeah. working comedy clubs, it's yeah. like the club means the way they run the club makes more difference than the city. No, a lot that's of true. times. I sometimes like even if they're just even if they're just nice to me. Yeah. Like I like I'll bomb all six shows in a row. And if they're like, hey, thanks, that was really good. That audience sucked. Then you're like, oh, okay, cool. Not that I've ever bombed, and not that I really would be calm about bombing six times in a row. But you know what I mean. Right. Yeah, yeah. if they're cool to you. Yeah. Have quite... you had anyone be shitty to you? Um, sure. Yeah. Over the years there's been people. Yeah, yeah. They sometimes treat you like, like if you're not being nice to the comedians, it's, I, who are you being nice to? It's just so such a dumb way to run a business. I know. It's you not good stories. It's such short-term thinking. Um, yeah, I, I, I've worked some places where it's just I stopped working there because I couldn't believe the way they treated us. I worked one place where they. They they make you stay in a place that's so far away you have to have a car. They don't provide transportation. Right. And then I rent a car and I'm middling. And then the headli- I'm transporting the headliner and the headliner doesn't know. He's like, oh, this is how it works? And yeah. He's like, well, I guess I should give you money for a car. So he's trying to get transportation to the airport. And they said to him, um, just have Ryan take you. And he goes, no, I don't want to do that to Ryan. He doesn't shouldn't have to take me. I got an early flight. And they said, well, I saw that you sold CDs this week. So I'm not going to take a cut of your CD sales. So why don't you just use that money to get yourself to the airport? They told him that. Oh, God. And then they came to me, and then they were paying me, and they, they said, hey, you've been doing great. We want to have you back in December. We've got a lot of, you know, I always get December dates because I work clean or whatever, and they always want me <laughs> in for these corporate things. And uh, so uh, I go, well... You know, I don't know if I can come back for this money. It's a lot of travel, and I'm middling, and I'm headlining a lot of places. And they said, well, I just want you to see our headliners, and sorry, we can't headline. And I looked, you know, I looked at their book, and I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> see these names you've yeah. never heard of? Yeah. Do you think you're good enough to be one of them? <laughs> so, I, I love just, that they showed you the list of headliners. Like, yeah. oh, my God, Richard Pryor. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I see why you don't want to headline me. One time, that the guy, he said, um, we're in a bar that's like, a, you can't hear what's going on in the showroom, but you can hear the, la- the, din- the kind of laughter going like, 
you can hear when there's a big laugh, but you can't hear the comedian. And so he said, hey, Ryan, you want to know how I book this room? And I go, how? And he goes, if I hear that laughter sound a lot, that guy's coming back. That laughter sound? Yeah, the sound of just the laughter. You know, it, it doesn't, it had no idea what was going on on stage. Right. You know? I actually used to do that when, um, when I would make a tape to submit to get work yeah. before I was famous like I am now. Right. Really famous. Right. But I used to do a thing where I discover like, put it on and then go in the next room and if it sounds like someone's watching a, a comedian on TV doing well oh. that's probably a good tape okay that's, that's good, good right yeah that's good but I mean but a guy booking the, yeah yeah that's that's judging your own tape yeah. that's not judging a guy who you're not even watching right there's some people who are going to get big reactions which yeah. you go I don't you necessarily yeah. maybe you just, don't want that on your stage just told 80 shit jokes in a row but listen to that <laughs> yeah. that's what I'm looking for yeah. ah I like yeah. that yeah, I, um, that thing with the, uh, so did you ever work that club again where they showed you the list of headliners? No, I just never That thing about, it. like, hey, we didn't take a cut of your CD money. Is that crazy? Like, well, I didn't crazy. take a cut of your chicken finger money. <laughs> so, <laughs> I was like, That's why would you get, point. like, because you let me use a bar stool and I sold the CDs myself. And like, what did you do for me? You, you didn't kick me out of the club immediately and like I took three ten dollar bills from people and you, yeah and you want six dollars of that unbelievable man yeah don't get me started <laughs> so yeah but mostly people are you know yeah. I'm working in places now where everybody's good to me it's good you're getting all this headlining work I know I'm lucky yeah I'm uh, I'm I'm grateful I'm I'm working a lot. I'm you know it's it's a lot of time on the road. It's, it's how many time, how how often is it? Almost every week I'm out. Really? Somewhere. Yeah. I mean maybe three out of four weeks. Damn. But some months it's every week. Some months it's two weeks. I should have looked at your website before I went on. Maybe <laughs> I'll look at it now and see where you're going. Okay. I don't even remember. You don't remember your website name? I remember my website name. What is it, Ryan Hamilton? RyanHamiltonLive.com. Oh, my God. That is the ultimate tour date. <laughs> I used to have... I had to change it because I had RyanHamilton.tv, and um, I just... It was awful. Why is that? <laughs> because nobody knows it, and every time I would go do press, they would go, I've never heard of .tv, and I'd have this whole conversation. Well, that's a good conversation starter. Yeah, I guess. Look at these... Man, you're, you just... You open this website, and it's pow. The headline... The, who does this site for you? Um, my friend, uh, a guy, uh, Sage Turk is his name, designer. That's pretty nice. The, uh, I like that the, he- the right in front of your face are the current tour dates. Atlanta, headlining. You point out that you're headlining. Well, I got some other dates where I'm not, so I got to... F- yeah, I know what you're saying. I, I pointed out, like, if I'm just doing a mm-hmm. Southwest Missouri State University. That's weird. I just did North... You're doing Southeast Missouri State University? Less than a week ago, I did Northwest Missouri State University. Oh, really? Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> that is weird. Let's we uh, all the we'll trade notes covered. afterwards. I like Salt Lake City private event. You list that. Private, sure. Now, do you do that to let people know that you're available for private events? I don't know why. I used to not do that, and then one time my agent goes, you should just put those on your website. Just to so, show that you're working? I guess. So I just put them on there. Comedy Nest, Montreal, Lakeland, Florida. Oh, with Drew Carey. Yeah. Carolina Theater, Drew Carey. Comedy Works, Denver. Pittsburgh. I like Pittsburgh. Oh, my God. Lewiston, Lewiston, Idaho? I think that's a college. Yeah. yeah. 
Can I open for you there? Sure. <laughs> West Palm Beach, Boston, and Nashville. Those are wow. Wow. Look at all those. Look at all. Look at all the things I do. It's a lot of work to keep myself. Got the Instagram link on here. <laughs> I can't believe I'm talking to you while going and telling people. I forgot people are listening to this. I wonder if they're still listening. <laughs> I wonder. But so, was there any place like you haven't been that you want to go? Um, I want to go back to Australia. I had a great time there. Did you get a? Um, you should go for the festival, the Melbourne Festival. That's what I'm thinking about. Oh, you should do. Yeah, how was it? It's great. It they treat you great. Yeah? Yeah. That's good. Yeah, you should do it. It's long, They put right? you up in a decent place, nice place. Yeah? They fly you. They might fly you, like, you know, either. They fly you nicely. Oh, that's great. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. And you either, place. depending on what show they put you on, you can either be there for a month or you could do, like, a two-week run. Because they've been doing this headlining thing where they have a bunch of U.S. headliners. But you just do 20 minutes. Oh, that sounds great. Yeah. And Australia's great. So you should minutes. do that. Yeah. Maybe I'll do that. It's listed as a private event, though. <laughs> Australia. Private event. The whole country. Well, what else you got going on? Do you, uh, do you do acting stuff? Do you I'm trying. I mean, I don't. I haven't auditioned for anything real recently, but I just, I don't know. I feel like um, I'm on the road so much, it's hard to push people to get me to auditions because I feel like I push and push and then I'll miss them. But, right. Um, but I'd like to do more. Do you ever get a thing where you're like, some goes, someone goes, hey, do you want to audition for this show? And it's like the, the Thursday of a Thursday, Friday, Saturday show. And you're like, oh, do I change my flight to audition for this? Have you ever anything like that? Um, yeah, I think I have once or twice. But I don't get a lot of auditions. Someone that comes up, it's like, it's probably something I should audition for. Have you done any acting or anything? Um, well, I've taken, I've studied acting, but I haven't really. <laughs> do you want to do acting? Yeah, I like it. I enjoy it. I was thinking about it. I think you'd be a good. It'd be funny to cast you as a cop. Oh, <laughs> that would make that makes me laugh just thinking about me being a cop. Because so, if there are any of industry people, <laughs> Ryan Hamilton is a cop. You can run with that idea. I don't cast people generally, <laughs> but if I was gonna, if I was gonna cast someone, I would cast you as a cop because it would be a good contrast to being like yeah. giving orders. But you're sort of this pleasant guy. That would be, uh, yeah. How long have you lived in New York? Did I ask six, you that? No, six years. And what made you, uh, did you, was it between New York and L.A. for you? Yeah, I just felt like I needed to move. I'd spent some time, you know, I started in Salt Lake City, and then I moved to Seattle for a while. And then I was back in Salt Lake City on the road, and I just felt like I needed to be somewhere that would push me a little more. So, uh, I came here just to see, because I thought maybe the West, L.A. had spent more time in, I had more connections there, but I just wanted to kind of have a New York experience in my life. Right. So I came here, and I thought, eh, if it doesn't work, I'll... It was like a low-pressure thing. I, I got and a like it. for three months, and then I just stayed. Yeah. How did you get in all these clubs? Um... <laughs> I don't know how. I just kept working and hanging out and, you know, you know how it goes. I don't know. I don't even remember how I got into the clubs. I mean, some people helped me and then... Yeah. It's a lot of just hanging in there. Yeah. It took, I mean, it took me three or four years before I felt like I was getting I know. club spots. I know. When did you, so when did you start again? 2000. Well, I, December of 2000, really 2001. Was your first time on stage? Yeah. Oh, so 13 years ago. 
for 12 yeah, years. Yeah, I guess 12 oh, years so ago. Yeah, you've been doing it a while. Yeah. What's yeah. the longest show you've ever done? The longest show I've ever done? I don't know. Not much more than an hour. If it's more than an hour, I, don't, I would yeah, remember. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I don't think I've ever done... I've probably done more than an hour, hour 10, hour 5, something like that. Yeah. I can't. I, I'm not a guy who... Some of these guys, I go to the clubs and they're like, so-and-so is just here, did two, half, I'm, I don't understand it. I can't wrap my head around... I always feel like I hit to that point where, like... Because sometimes you get to the point where you're like, I don't feel like I've done all now a lot of time. And then you look at your watch and you go, I've done more than enough time. Yeah. Should I leave? Do they want me to leave? Do I... Oh, God, do I... I don't yeah. want to over... It's probably better to leave while yeah. you're ahead. And, yeah. And then you stay up for another half hour. But no, yeah. I... Uh, yeah, I don't... I don't know. Yeah, I don't think I'd ever want to do a four-hour show. No. Or a three-hour show. Or, or, two hour. a, or another show at all. Of I any don't life. ever want to do a show. I am quitting <laughs> the business. I'm quitting the business. What do you got? You working on anything like? Uh, do you make little films or anything like that, or write scripts or uh, little films? Little films. <laughs> I, sound little like films. A, I sound like I don't know anything about show business. <laughs> do you make like little films or anything? <laughs> That's like someone's aunt or uncle would ask that question. Actually, that's the appropriate way to term what I would do. I don't have a ton. I I used to do some little YouTube things and stuff, but I haven't done anything in a long time. It's mostly just been stand-up lately. It's good, though. Yeah. Nothing wrong with stand-up. Yeah. And also, you can go into these places with Drew Carey. They see you. That's the idea. And they go, why don't you come back on your own? I hope hope so. That happens. That happens every once in a while. It's best when you don't even bring it up, you know, when they ask you. Yeah. I think that's happened twice in 25 years. Hey, we want to bring you back as a headliner. All right. I'm glad I don't have to fucking find an awkward way to ask you. All right. Uh, have you ever done like a big show opening for somebody and then they want to have you back and then they think it's going to bring in the exact same? Oh, audience? really? No, I've never. I've had, I've had them ask for me like, hey, do you, hey, we want to use you as an opener again. It's like, well, the difference between me opening yeah. for my friend and. Yeah, opening for some Vegas oh, singer. Yeah. You, you know, do I don't want to mention any names, but <laughs> I just don't want to be like some guy thrown to the wolves. Yeah, unless it's close and it's easy money. Yeah, buy. yeah. Or if you get a good story out of it. Yeah. Have you opened for anyone else besides Drew Carey? Um, not a lot of big. I, I've opened for Brian Regan a couple times. Oh, that's good. Just a couple times. His audiences are great, right? Yeah, he's yeah, and he's great. Yeah, he's great, and his audiences are great. Yeah, just a couple times, but Drew's. Um, the only one I've like gone on tour with regularly, really big, you know, bigger show opener guy. Do you keep in touch with him? Do you email Drew Carey? Yeah, we talk every once in a while. Every Do you once text each other? Every once in a while. Yeah. If you're like at the hotel and you're like, will you text him and go want to grab lunch? Yeah. Yeah. Or do you want to buy me lunch? I should say. <laughs> I know. I always. It's always like. I know it's hard to ask them when you know that when they're going to pick up the check. And yeah. Hey, want to get eaten? Yeah, I yeah. know you're going to pick up the check. Right. But you do have. A lot more money than I do. And we're going to Applebee's. We're going to Applebee's. And you, I don't know what voices I'm doing. I was going to ask you something else, but I forgot. Drew Carey. Oh, so has that happened where someone like says, hey, do you want to come back and do our amphitheater? Yeah. Really? I've had that. I that go, seems okay. sort of naive that they would like. Yeah. I get, you know, yeah, go ahead. I get this stuff at... Um, Back home in like Idaho and Utah, where I can actually sell a few tickets in a few places, but 
sometimes the venue's too big. Every like every year I'll do something where I'll try and sell a lot of tickets, but I've done it where it's like the venue's too big. I yeah, I get these. Sometimes yeah. I'll get like an email or a face or a tweet or something where I'll say like, "Hey, you coming to this town? We have the Verizon Center here. We have the yeah. Quicken Loans Arena here." It's like, yeah, that's good. <laughs> I bet you do have that place that you go see hockey matches in or games or whatever they call them. Yeah, but yeah, I would cost someone money if yeah. they did that. Yeah. All right, Ryan. Any parting words? Got any good stories for the for wrap this thing up, man? Um, I, I, what, what do I got? I, you know, it's been a good time. I appreciate really? it. Yeah, yeah, it's been easy. Did you ask me everything you wanted to ask me? I didn't want to ask you anything. So you I've... didn't want to ask me anything at all. This was all reluctant. Last night you saw me and got me nervous. You I were did. Like, I saw I got... you last night. I was like, we can't talk because anything that we talk about, I'm going to want to yeah, talk about. Yeah, because like... I would have asked you about Australia last night and everything. Oh yeah. Um, but you should do the Melbourne Festival. You yeah. should. It's me telling you what you should do. Yeah, let me take that some club that wouldn't have you back because they yeah. as a headliner. You should you should go back there and MC there. Okay, that's a good idea <laughs> for twenty dollars. Twenty dollars a show, and give them thirty percent of all merch you sell. <laughs> Ryan Ryan Hamilton Live. Dot com. Yeah, no more Ryan Hamilton TV, huh? No, I got. You could have kept that and had that redirected. Well, it's redirected. Uh, <laughs> so you just lied to me, right there. Well, it's, it's there. Right I at mean, the end. Yeah, you when I think we're wrapping up, you hit me with a big, full-on <laughs> distortion of the truth. <laughs> it's there. Um, thanks a lot, Ryan. Thank you, Todd. I See you later, man. Thanks. All righty. I hope you enjoyed my talk with Ryan Hamilton. He tours a lot. I'm going on tour November eighth. Starting November 8th, I'll be in Chicago, Hattiesburg, Mississippi. I know, Chicago to Hattiesburg. I don't think anyone's ever done that. Then New Orleans, then Pensacola for the first time in my life. And then I swing up to Cleveland. You can get specific dates at toddberry.com. And you can get ticket links there as well. Also go to Feral Audio. They put on this podcast and a lot of other podcasts. Chelsea Peretti, Duncan Trussell, Steve Agee. Johnny Pemberton, I think. Um, Yeah, I think so. Uh, Check it out. Thank you. See you next week. This is firefighter Raphael Poirier for Firehouse Subs. Introducing the new spicy Cajun chicken sub, Cajun seasoned grilled chicken breast, zesty cherry peppers, and house-made Cajun mayo. Just $5.55 for a medium. Remember, a portion of every sub you buy helps provide life-saving equipment for first responders. Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs. Save more lives. Limited time only, plus tax. Participating locations. Firehouse Subs would donate a minimum of $1 million in 2019 to the Firehouse Subs Public Safety Foundation by donating 0.11% of every purchase.